Hi, everyone. My name is Zoe, and here I am with you and my gorgeous body. Oh, yes. <laughs> you see a girl with a non-supermodel figure in front of you right now, and you're surprised? Yes, I don't have a thin waist. I'm not tall. On the contrary, I'm very short. 150 centimeters in heels. And I'm not thin. I'm, how they say, in the body and not fat and not thin. Something in between. But the fact is that because of my height, I get a lot of attention. I don't know how it happened, but I'll tell you the story, and you'll see. I was born small. I grew up small. I have small arms and legs, but I do have long hair. And it is, thanks to my hair, shiny and pleasing to the eye. I don't argue, I always wanted to be taller, at least by 15 centimeters, but my family is like that. We Asians are rarely tall. My mother always said it was easier for smaller women to find a man, and I didn't know what she meant until I got older. Despite my height, I tried to look bright. I wore boots with rough high heels, a black leather miniskirt, a leather jacket, and a t-shirt, and I wore a high ponytail, and my hair still reached my belt. I remember going to a concert of a popular band. They were playing in my hometown. I waded through the crowd as best I could, but I still couldn't see anything. I decided to run to the side where there were policemen on duty. They saw me and grabbed me. What's the kid doing here? Where's your mother? I'm not a child. Let me go. I'm already 16. Yeah, tell me more. Let's go to the station. Let go, I said. It's a concert for 16-year-olds and older. That's right. Older, not younger. Come with us. I tried to get away from them. My friends tried to talk the cops out of it, but they wouldn't listen. They took me to the police station, where I yelled like crazy, and then I saw my mother. She calmly explained everything, brought my documents, and proved my age. The cheeky policeman apologized to me. Fuck you. Daughter, stop it. They'll put you away for insulting them. Come on, Zoe. Now I know where you live and go to school. Is that a threat, or is that a dumbass move? We'll see. Goodbye, ma'am. My mom took me home, and it took me a long time to come to my senses. The girls didn't even finish the concert. They came with me to cheer me on. Those fucking cops ruined my night, and I wasn't the only one. Come on, it happens. It's because you're short. Well, thank you. She's right. If you were taller, they wouldn't have taken you away. Well, it's not my fault I'm so short. Don't be silly. It's cool. Why is it cool? All the men will be hitting on you. I wish I could be like you. I wish I was as small and petite as you. Thanks, but that doesn't make me feel any better. You can use your height and your body in general. How? Well, let's say to get back at that cop. Hmm, how? Judging from your story, he's like 22, 23, so he's young and a cop. That makes him sexy. Ew, what are you talking about? Get your head in the game. Do you want to get back at him? Sneak into his office and do something. You're small, they won't see you. It's too risky. Then shut up about him and don't say anything. Thanks for the support, girls. The girls left, and I just couldn't stop myself. I thought about it and had an idea, and went back to the station and sat in the car, waiting for that cop to come out. Eventually, he did, got in his car and drove away, and I followed him. 
He stopped for gas, so I took advantage of the moment and got in the back seat and waited for him. When he got in the car, we drove off in a direction I didn't know. He drove up to his house, pulled the car into the garage, and left. I climbed out of there and through the narrow doorway, then made my way into the hall and sat in the chair. I waited for him. I wanted him to know that I knew where he lived too, and that I couldn't be threatened. I was filled with anger. He seemed to be in the shower, and when he came out, I was in for a surprise too. He was naked. Ah! Ugh! We yelled and looked at each other. He grabbed my jacket from the chair and covered himself with it. You're fucking naked! I'm taking a shower. What the hell are you doing here? I, I, put your fucking clothes on. He turned around and put his robe on. Then he came back into the living room and asked me again what I was doing at his place. Just wanted to say hello. Don't think I'm so stupid that you can just scare me like that, okay? Is that all you came for? My cheeks instantly flushed. Yeah, I liked him, but I wasn't planning on flirting, so I grabbed my jacket and headed for the door. Where are you going? I told you, I'm going home. Then someone knocked on the door. Damn, it's my wife! Quick, hide! What? No, no way! She'll kill you without asking! He ran up to me, took me to his room, and hid me in a cupboard. I had to fold in half to get in. The cop pointed his finger at me, like, be quiet, and ran to open the door for his wife. I lay there for three hours, no less. It was something. My whole body was stiff, and I couldn't move. When he finally came back and opened the door, I realized I couldn't get up. He picked me up in his arms and put me on the bed. The cop laughed at my position, and I was in pain. What took you so long? Sorry, it was my friend. You said it was your wife. I'm not married. What? You! I tried to hit him, but I immediately fell down because my legs couldn't move. He said he was going to get me some coffee. After somehow getting downstairs, I sat down at the table, angry and disgruntled. His name was Cole. We got into a conversation. At first I was rude, but then somehow we started laughing. Cole said he'd never seen a girl as small as me and suggested a deal. According to him, they hadn't been able to solve a crime in a couple of months because they had to get into some pipes and put a camera in there. What if I get stuck in there? The pipe won't be too small for you. It's too small for the rest of us. We can't even get half our bodies in there, and the robots can't reach it to install it. Time is running out, and we might not make it. He offered me money to help the police, and I said I would only need immunity for them in return for their cooperation. Immunity for what, exactly? Well, for example, not to pull kids like me out of parties from now on. No promises. Then no. Okay, okay, don't get grumpy. What can I do if you're so nice? Is that a compliment? Consider it a compliment. Well, thank you. So, will you take the deal? Yeah. So, that's the deal we made. I set up that camera the next day, and they used it to track smuggling and catch the criminals. I was proud of myself. Afterward, his commander offered me a job as a hired agent for similar special operations. When my friends heard the news, they squealed. Their first thought was only that handsome men like Cole would be working around me. I was embarrassed, but agreed. I can't believe there will be so many men around you. And not just guys, cops. 
Come on, it's not a big deal. It's just a job. What if in the future you become a cop? Hmm, I'd look good in their uniform. They'll have to make you a custom one. There's no such thing as a child cop. Oh, shut up. The girls were so proud of me and my luck and coincidence. I haven't told my parents about it yet, so as not to make a big deal out of it. Cole said it was against the law to use my help without their knowledge, though. So that same night, he came to our house. Dad was confused, saying he hadn't done anything wrong, but Cole was quick to reassure him. He told them everything and asked for their approval. And why should we believe she'll be safe? I'll keep an eye on her. And who are you to her? Cole coughed and then was like, I'm her boyfriend. What? 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 Daddy was a little quiet, and then he said, Well, if that's the case, your head's going to fly if anything happens to her. I'm ready. My parents said okay. I walked him outside and hit him as soon as the door closed. What the fuck? I'm sorry, I got confused. They're gonna get me now. Well, you don't have a boyfriend anyway. How do you know? I already found out. You... Ugh, I won't. I refuse, okay? We'll pay you well. How much? Half your average salary. And you owe me dinner. Deal. A few years have passed since then, and I was hired as an intern on the police team. I became the smallest police officer, also the only girl. All in all, girls, you don't have to have perfect perimeters. Just treat yourself with dignity and find your purpose. Hello, everyone. My name is Nathan. I want to tell you about a story that happened to me recently. Don't be surprised by my appearance. Yes, I'm wearing a tuxedo right now. And there is a reason for this. Something terrible had happened a minute before my fiancé came out. Anyway, I ran away. Oh, before you call me a jerk and a traitor, just listen to my story and then judge, okay? Girls, this especially concerns you. And also, I'm waiting for your comments. Just write your opinion below the video. I'd like to know what you think. In general, I had a girlfriend, Agnes. She was so pretty and had a hot body and curvy blonde hairs. Like me, she is from a wealthy family. Therefore, she was not interested in money. It would have been better though. Agnes and I met for about a year. Not because I wanted, the first six months it was cool, interesting, but gradually I got tired of her endless need for attention. There are girls who stick like mites and do not lag behind. My girl is from this kind. Sure, she lured me out of my diamond ring, but it's not even about shopping. Guys, admit it, which one of you had this? What did you do and how did you manage? To make it clear to you, Agnes mercilessly texted me, sent me her photos and made me send my photos in return. Every time I woke up, there was a message from her, my beloved, good morning, how are you? And if I didn't answer for 10 minutes, she would call. Since I didn't answer the phone just out of curiosity, I was curious to know how long it would last. Agnes called me 89 times, 89 times guys, I'm not kidding. And then the doorbell rang. She came to my house. What are you doing here? Well, you didn't answer to my messages or pick up the phone, so I thought maybe something had happened. Oh my God, Agnes. You and I were on a date yesterday evening, and you brought me home in person and walked me to the door. What could have happened to me in my own home? How do I know? You're not picking up the phone. Did you fall in the bathroom? I wish I'd fallen. What? Don't say that. Do you want to die? No, I didn't mean that. So you'd rather die than being with me? So what? Tell me, are you cheating on me? 
God, Agnes, what are you talking about? You didn't answer, so yes. She immediately began to cry. 12 a.m., we're standing on my doorstep and Agnes is blowing bubbles out of her snot. It couldn't be worse, could it? My mum came out and I said it was okay. I had to put my arms around her and kiss her to calm her down. That's the kind of relationship we had. Do you want to know if I cheated on her? No, but I did have one flirt after all. It was Agnes's birthday and she was expecting a bouquet of a thousand white roses from me. I ordered and came to pick it up at the flower shop where I was served by a very nice girl. Her name was Mila. Yeah, I flirted with her a little, yeah. I took her number, said that the bouquet was for my mother and promised to call. But as soon as I entered Agnes's room with the flowers, I didn't expect such a reaction. What is Mila? Who is she? What? How are you anyway? Were you following me? Who is she? Agnes, nothing happened. Let's not ruin your day. You've already ruined it. Remember, Nathan, you are mine and mine alone. And you belong only to me. Do you understand me? What? I'm actually a person, not a thing. Anyway, after a long fight, I said I can't live in a relationship anymore where I couldn't even take a shit without Agnes knowing. And I went home. She still followed me for a while, but I wasn't going to talk to her anymore. Two months later, I went camping with some friends. We decided to relax in the mountains. And there, by chance, I met Mila. It was fun. We got to know each other better, introduced friends and had a rest together. I can't remember the last time I felt so good and free. A week later, we started dating. She was an amazing girl, but most importantly, not intrusive. Six months later, I proposed to her, being sure that I wanted to marry her. Mila accepted my marriage proposal, but she disappeared after. I called, texted, visited, but she was gone. Finally, she showed up three days later. Where have you been? Sorry, urgent business. I forgot my phone at home and I couldn't remember yours. That's all she said, but I believed her. We had a lot of work ahead of us preparing for the wedding and everything related to it. I chose a suit and Mila chose a dress. She started acting a little weird after she got home. Mila, is everything okay? Of course, my love. What about you? My love? You've never called me my love before. Ugh, pre-wedding rush, right? We prepared like crazy, although Mila's behavior was a little weird. I asked some questions from past conversation and she always said she'd forgotten. She became very nervous and blamed everything on the wedding rush. Mila came up to me the day before our wedding, looked into my eyes and smiled. I recognized something painfully familiar in that smile. Those dimples that she hadn't had before, they were only at... No, what does Agnes have to do with it? She's been gone a long time, right? So I thought to myself, and then she suggested having breakfast at my house. I noticed a ring that I gave to Agnes once. It was very similar, and I asked where Mila got it from. It's old. Haven't you seen it? My mother gave it to me. Mila fussed and I suddenly began to understand something. I asked her to make me some bacon and eggs and make me a coffee. I sat and watched. Mila, how is your work? You haven't told me about it for a long time. Yes, work is like work. You know, my head is full of other things right now. Thank you for the breakfast. It looks delicious. Thank you, my love. Enjoy it. Agnes? Yes, my love. I knew it. It's you. It's you. Agnes was confused. She didn't know what to hold on to, and she was alarmed. Her hands were shaking, and I got up from the table. The only thing she asked was how I guessed. Your behavior, the ring I gave to you, and also, Mila hasn't worked at the florist in a long time, and she's never been to my house. And you know where the dishes and groceries are, and what kind of coffee to make for me. Only one girl knew that. It was you, Agnes, I shouted. Agnes was standing in front of me with Mila's face. At first, she was afraid, and then she just calmed down. I felt like I was losing consciousness. What did you do to me? 
I managed to ask before I fell. I don't remember how long it took me to wake up, but I was already sitting in a white room in a tailcoat, and I could hear the voices of the guests. I started banging on the closed door, and Mila came in. She smiled and said that everything was ready. Where's Mila? What did you do to her? I shouted at her, and she told me nonsense about her feelings, that we were going to get married and everything would be fine. But I didn't want to listen to her. I took my hands off and moved away. At some point, she freaked out and began to pull off her mask. It was the real Agnes, only with a crazy look in her eyes. It was even creepy. Where's Mila? You won't see her again. What did you do to her? I stole her life, just like she stole it from me. You're just crazy. (laughs) Love, I get what I want. What did you think, that you can just get rid of me so easily? You think I didn't realize that you had a crush on her? I've been tracking your every move, tracking your dates. Not always, but I did. And now that I found out about your proposal, I couldn't let you get married. Then we were called into the hall. Agnes put on a Mila mask and said that we would talk later. And as soon as the door opened, I ran as fast as I could. Agnes was running after me, screaming, yelling, and I didn't even turn around. I wanted to be away from this crazy woman. The whole horror was like a bad dream, dizzy. I remember Agnes's last words before the knock on the door. Mila is dead. I took her face. Are you satisfied? I got goosebumps on my skin again, and then a sharp nausea. Young man, can you hear me? Huh? What? You ordered flowers, white roses, a thousand of them. Will you take something else? Yes, yes. I've got this whole story in my head because of Agnes's jealousy. I didn't want that cute girl from the flower shop to die because of me, so I thought it through. Anyway, I'm too young to get married. I'll go to Agnes's birthday party, and then I'll leave her in a week. And fuck it. Right, guys? Tell me, did you guys like my story? Write your opinion about it in the comments below. Like the video and share it with your friends. Do not forget to subscribe to the channel.